from the Summer Skate Studios Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Toyota of the Desert, where there's more to our dealership than just sales and service. Your trusted Toyota dealer at toyotaofthedesert.com or at 68-105 Kyle Road in Cathedral City, California. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Stop in for lunch, cater your next event, or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team-building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd at redbubble.com and let us help you create a unique design for you or your business. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe, Pine Top, and our ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer Skates, shower shoes or koozies to show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skates Studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, welcome in to another Tuesday night of College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a very warm, dare I say hot, Palm Springs, California. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful um, estate. Let's call it that, out on Long Island, New York. And, and before we get into this, I want to give you guys a little... Uh, a little back channel into what's going on tonight. We're Steve. doing a little late night podcast. And because right. Paul is a little jealous that Stephen and I get to do this podcasting after dark. So right. he said, Hey, is there any way that I could do one after dark? And I said, well, yeah, let's start at 1030 Eastern. How about that? Well, How first of all, I'm, I'm surprised you understand what 1030 Eastern time is. Because <laughs> your knowledge of time zones is usually pretty screwed up. Yeah. Matt, Matt, just your, your knowledge of geography. Well, my geography of certain places is really bad. <laughs> yeah, if it's not New York, it's really bad. No, that's not true, but <laughs> certainly. Anyway, so we're podcasting after dark, just about an hour after our normal show time. But yeah, no big deal. Um, we'll get it done. Paul's celebrating the last day of school, so he's probably got a couple of land sharks tonight. Uh, what I'm going to get no? is a couple of hours of shut-eye. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll worry about the land sharks a little later. We're getting close to the 4th of July. And, of course, oh. July 1st is our new fiscal year. So new things, new exciting things, all kinds of stuff happening I, 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 after the 1st of the year. Who decided that, by the way? I did. No, 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 no. I don't mean you. Uh, who decided? When? How did they decide? You know, we have a calendar year. Let, let's... Let's get rid of that and use this quote, know. quote fiscal year. No, we're not getting rid of it. The fiscal year is when our business operates. No, no, no. Because I'm not talking about no, no, no. What I'm saying is, who decided that? Whenever that was decided, I did. No, In general, <laughs> not just. I don't know. I don't know. Does it matter? Sure. Really? Does it really matter? Oh, I'm just what, curious. You brought see, it up. I know, but it's kind of crazy for us anyway to start on a calendar year when that's right in the middle of the hockey season. Why not wait that. till it's all over with and then start the, the no, fiscal year? No, I just been wondering who came, who first came up with the idea of a quote unquote fiscal know. year. Uh, how do I, I know that? How do I know that? You think I'm a genius or what? Well, I know that. Well, I know the answer to that question, but that's <laughs> that's anyway. Here there. So we're here tonight to uh, 
talk more schedules because we haven't gotten through all the schedules. It's going to take us at least one more show, maybe two. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody hasn't put. It's just weird. I mean, listen, everybody has their reasons for doing it the way they do. And we're trying to uh, every 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 three days a week. You say, hey, let's let's go over Lindenwood's schedule. I'm like, it's not out yet. It's not. Well, out yet. It's not I know out when yet. they're going to play their first games. Well, maybe maybe there'll be an exhibition before it, but I mean, I've pieced together some of it, but I'm just saying that everybody has not put out their schedules. Well, tonight we're going to do Air Force and uh, UNO, one of our uh, new three teams in the. Uh, didn't we do them already? The coverage. No, we didn't do UNO yet. You sure? Yeah, we did. We did Arizona State. We did right. the two Colorados. We did North Dakota, and. Um, what did we do last night? Augustana. You sure so we, we have to do, do earlier? I don't know. Well, if we did, we're going to do it again because it's worth it. But anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Just... And then next week, of course, is July 4th. Who knows what we'll be doing then? But anyway, we'll get back on track after the new fiscal year. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> whatever the hell that means. Right, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so let's dig into it right off the get-go because um, the Air Force schedule, Paul, is a kind of intriguing to me for a couple of things. I mean, so far, I think everybody's schedule has been intriguing. Arizona State with a bazillion home games, North Dakota with perhaps one of the toughest schedules, if not the toughest, in all of college hockey. Colorado College with a really gutsy um, uh schedule that they added to to make it even more difficult in the middle of the, the middle of the season. And, and then you look at Augustana just coming out and they're jumping into the, the frying or from the frying pan into the fire, I should say. Right. So air force and UNO are up tonight. And, uh, the first thing I saw when I opened up the air force uh, website and looked at their schedule was, Oh, they're going to play Lindenwood at the air force Academy to open the season. Well, that's only right. I mean, they played at Lindenwood last year. It's only right, you know. And the year before. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they did, but as an NCAA team, uh, playing Lindenwood, and, you know, getting the return return matches. What most 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 teams and schools try to do, it's good. Oh no, no, I'm not not saying that at all. I'm just saying that I was surprised that they were the first one on the schedule was Lindenwood and Air Force at the Air Force Academy. Is there any revenge there, Paul? Is there any revenge there for either team? Revenge? I I don't know if that's the word I'd look for. I mean... Competitiveness? Well, Lindenwood was competitive with everybody last year. Yeah, I know. But are they urging to start off with a couple of wins on the road at Air Force? I'm going to not predict. What? what? That's your like? that's your strong suit predictions. No, no. You even gave us a number for Arizona State this year. I made it up. <laughs> Coach will be happy to hear that when you uh, said when you said, "Hey, listen, I, I I think you got to do this." Oh, I just made it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so up next, uh, following Lindenwood, the first weekend of October, we're going to jump into Michigan State. And they're coming to the Air Force Academy as well. Oh, that's a nice matchup. Uh, Michigan State is probably going to be a much improved team this year, if for nothing else, on goaltending alone. Um, As... They well, they took some pretty nice transfers out of the portal as well, Paul. Some nice transfers out of the portal. Trey Augustine. Or Trey Augustine. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that later and cringe. Um, <laughs> what? Well, hold on a minute. You listen to this later? Eventually, I listen to bits and pieces. It's only because you want to hear your own voice, right? That's what it is, really? Um, it's what makes me not listen to the whole thing. If I could figure out a way to edit my <laughs> own voice and edit yours, too. Oh, I thought um, you just wanted to hear me. No. I just want to hear the guests. But. Um, so be it. Um, but Michigan State probably be a much improved team this year between the transfers and, and getting a backstop goalie like Trey Augustine. 
uh, who will be, at, at least until December anyway, uh, when he goes off to be the number one goalie at the uh, World Junior Championship. Oh, listen to these predictions, man. It's like, why does anybody else even show up to the summer showcase camp? That's a very good question. There's no That's reason. There's no, no reason. Paul's just like putting him, he's just penciled him in, maybe even markered him in. No, well, probably, but that's still, you know. <laughs> okay, so so that's the first two weekends for for Air Force. That's not an easy start. I don't care what anybody says. Lindenwood is much improved and much more experienced. Michigan State, as you just talked about. Then they take the very next weekend and they uh, jump on that Air Force jet and head to Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they you don't not. think they will? I think um, I think they take an Air Force jet up there. Well, we don't we don't know. You know, I, I know we don't know, but I, I'm just saying I think they will. The coach doesn't always know until that week. They need a pilot. Well, it's the Air Force Academy. <laughs> that should be the least of the problems. I'm pretty sure it, it depends on the plane availability. Yeah, yeah, and the football team and where they're at and all that good stuff. Um, look that up. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they'll go to Alaska Anchorage, which will give Anchorage a real test uh, to start the year as well. Yep. Um, Then they'll come back the last weekend of October. It's uh, Colorado College coming to the academy, and then Air Force going up to Denver to play at Magnus. What are you gonna? How are you gonna figure out which pom poms to wave? I don't know. I'll be shaking a lot of them. Well, yeah, I know that. I might just have to get a multicolored jacket or something. There you go. Logos everywhere, baby. Oh, yeah. Wave those pom-poms. And then I can turn to the right or turn to the left and give my support. Yep. Regardless. I'm with you every step of the way. Win or tie. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Folks, can you tell he's uh, finished his last day of teaching today? So he's actually just hes just a ball of fire is what we like to call it when Paul Hornstein's in this mood. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, fine, whatever. I mean, whatever. whatever. Now you got three months off. Do you know how to count days? <laughs> well, it's June, and you're not going to start till September. Start on start in July, and go and go back in September. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> November starts like with the Air Force Academy in a uh, conference matchup at Niagara Falls, New York. Not a terrible time to go to Niagara Falls if we're going to go there in early November, because I understand oh, the weather can get a little uh, bit worse later uh, than that. Uh, yeah, it could be really nice. And it could. Really suck. And then here's the matchup that I always wait for, Paul. It it is Buffalo, and it is the end of November. Yeah, I hear you. Well, then, that next weekend in November, it's another Atlantic Hockey Conference battle with Army. And Army's coming to the Academy again. Last year it was the Academy, the Air Force going to the Cadets. Now it's the uh, the cadets, Black Knights, coming back to the Air Force cadets. Can I say that? Cadets versus, yeah, okay. That's what they are. Cadets versus cadets. Yeah, Black Knights, Falcons. Well, anyway, listen, it's a rivalry, says, it's a battle, and it's early November. As the coach says, and he's right, it's the most unique rivalry in college hockey. And, you know, uh, we know that it always gets talked about but these matchups on top of any desire that we have for we wanting the game of college hockey to grow we would love to see a commanders and chief trophy uh for hockey um i know the navy people don't necessarily like to be on ice they prefer the water but you know we need we need that. <laughs> you going to get a Coast Guard team too sometime? Off, nah, nah. Marines? Can we get the Marines going? The Marines don't have a university. True. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, dig in a little farther now. If, if Coach and the scheduling guys at Air Force haven't thought about this one, they might want to. 
Um, the 18th and 19th and the 24th and 25th, they're scheduled to be in Erie, Pennsylvania and Buffalo, New York. I think I'd stay there, Paul. Wouldn't you? Well, prob- I can't imagine that they're not. That would be nuts. That that I mean, you, you I happen to remember like, what happened? Was it last year when I the uh, the snows came and they and Canisius couldn't even get to Air Force? I know that's Thanksgiving weekend, but do you really want to go back after playing on a Sunday afternoon, fly Monday, and then turn around and 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 that's if it's nice weather. Around. Well, it is Buffalo. I'm just saying. If it's not nice weather, that's ugly. It's an ugly trip. I, I wouldn't do it. I'd, I'd I'd stay out on the road. But what do I know? Yeah, but you 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 know you're adventurous too. You know, I no, mean, because you want to go you want to go to Fairbanks in December and Anchorage in January and Grand Forks the end of January. Nope, nope. No? I am okay. not that adventurous. Nope. Not even going to the Ralph. Where? <laughs> checking it out okay so that gets us through thanksgiving one more series before the end of december that is a matchup uh at home against bentley and atlantic hockey last year paul was really interesting it was really interesting yeah. not only in the competitiveness but the change in their postseason tournament and all of that stuff so how important is every conference game this year maybe even more than normal for the Air Force Academy? Well, I think it's very important, especially early this year for Air Force. Um, They didn't play up to the quote-unquote normal Air Force expectations last year, where usually the second half sees them make a run of some sort, somehow, some way. They didn't do that this this past year. So I can and could see how they might emphasize getting off to a much quicker start this year than they normally would. Yeah, totally agree with you. So last year, the Falcons spent the holidays in Tempe, Arizona at a holiday tournament, the Desert Classic. This year, Paul, they're going to the Quick Trip holiday face-off in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on the 28th and 29th of December. Nothing against Quick Trip. They're a great company. Or Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee, but goodness gracious. It's December. You want to go there on the 28th and 29th of December? Nope. Um, it's on the right side of the big lake there, nope. but um, that's still not probably the spot I want to be at. Uh, I can totally understand that. That is for sure. Um, and then here's another quirk, Paul. You're going to start January right off the get-go with Bentley again. This time you're gonna you're gonna be playing them at Bentley. Well, yeah, it is quirky, but it is a month apart, so it's not like it is. It is. It's not like you're playing them back to back weekends. Yeah, good point. And then uh, the next weekend in January, it's uh, AIC making the trip to Colorado Springs and taking on the Academy. Then now is this is this quirky? Is this normal? What is this? Because uh, then. Air Force on the third week of January is headed to West Point to play Army again. Well, is that normal? Um, I don't know. We can find out. I assume they play. I don't recall them playing a home and home uh, every year. Well, I mean, they could have. We know and I'm not they saying did. they could have. I know they oh, could have. Really? I'm just saying it's not normal, is it? Or am I just missing something here? Um, it might be some sort of rotation. Cause they only Four games play. against Army? Two at home and two there? Well, kind of. Because I know they play the rest of their conference that way, but it seems funny with Army. I just didn't. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just way off. Well, like I said, it could rotate. Like every year there's a couple of teams that they play. Uh, I don't want to go too far back because then it's you start getting into COVID seasons and you know, that's. And that in itself, Paul, is kind of cool that we're going like, well, I don't want to go too far back, but way back when COVID was. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to, like I said, uh, maybe not well. No, that was the year I went to the playoff series. Um, 
Let's just double check. Maybe those first two games are non-conference. I believe they're conference from what I see, but anyway. Yeah, it looks like they are. I don't know. We'd have to get, you know, don't forget, we got Robert Morris coming back this year. Yeah, we're getting there. Changing the schedule around a little bit. So who We're getting there. Um, so the last weekend of January, we'll bring Canisius out to Air Force. Good luck. Good luck getting out of Buffalo. I say that all Fly the time. safely. Get airborne. I say that all the time. That's why I told Charlie not to go there. I was just going to say, didn't Charlie want to go to to Buffalo? Well, he, at one applied, point? For, he applied for Buffalo. But, and, it was and, that, and then the snow scared him, or was there something else well, that got him away from it? Nuts. <laughs> said, uh, we'll see you. We'll see you at the end of the semester. I'm not going back and forth. I'm not going there. <laughs> Good luck getting up there for the spring semester. <laughs> I love it. Uh, then February opens up for the Falcons um, with a trip to Holy Cross. Never an easy trip again uh, against Holy and Cross. Nice they are just there. if you haven't if you haven't you know if you haven't really been there. Nice Bentley's got a nice new building. Um, Holy Cross's building is kind of nice too. Uh, and then they're going to follow that up with Sacred Heart, but that's going to be at the Air Force Academy. Uh, well, yeah, and Sacred Heart has their new building, but Air Force won't play in it this year, so, you know. And I know you'd like to go spend my birthday watching Air Force uh, Battle RIT at Rochester. Yeah? yeah? You wouldn't mind that? Uh, Rochester yeah. in February, not bad? Um, yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> I never do that because I might die. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then they wrap up the season and the regular season and the conference schedule with Robert Morris coming to Colorado Springs. Derek Schooley and the guys back on the horse, back in the saddle, whatever you want to say. The uh, Colonials are back. And they will be competitive, especially late in the year at uh, altitude in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Well, uh, yeah, and I'm going to be very interested. I don't think that Atlantic Hockey is going to change its its format. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the standings are at that point. Because uh, now three teams will be. Uh, eliminated after the regular season, not just two, but we'll see. Be, that's uh, will be an interesting scenario. And then, as you just uh, referred to, the craziness of the Atlanta hockey uh, playoff schedule. The first round starts March second, then the quarterfinals on the eighth and ninth, um, and tenth actually, if need be, and then uh, the semifinals on the thirteenth, fourteenth. And uh, is that right? No, 15th, 16th, and 17th. And then, then the Atlantic Hockey Championship game on March 23rd. My goodness, Paul, if you're in the Atlantic Hockey and you go all the way to the very end, you should be a seasoned tournament team by then, shouldn't you? Well, I mean, you're playing for what will likely be the only bid in the league. So, um... How can we change that, by the way? How can we get two teams from Atlantic Hockey in? Can we? Do we have to expand it to twenty or twenty-four teams to do that? Um. Oh, do you think people would be in favor of that? I don't know. I don't know what I think. <laughs> Depends what color your blood is. <laughs> you know, I personally, I don't know. Uh, I would never be <laughs> so bold as to presume anything or have those ideas. Um. You know, it's. Uh... Well, what I'm asking is the question we ask every year: Is there a chance that they're going to be able to get uh, a second team in because they have come almost so did. close? They almost did this year. I know they've come the so is, close, so many times, right? And then they get bumped. As we know, there's that you know the league that second conference team has no room for error. Basically Zero. Zero room. Right. I mean, it, you know, we are, like I said, we are talking about the non, you know, a, a second team from the league, not the league champion. It's the automatic bid. Um, it's just, uh, 
you really ha- you really don't have any margin for error. You have to pull some upsets. You certainly can't lose a lot of games. Almost when you hit double digits, you're almost like done. Um, you have to make sure that you know. Like I said, there basically is just no room for error. You, you, it, it doesn't matter who you're playing or where because the pairwise numbers are affected by not only who you play but who your opponents play too. And usually that's the problem. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, with that schedule that we just went through with Air Force, uh, is it competitive enough? to give them an opportunity in the pairwise if they don't win the championship of Atlantic hockey. Well, you talked about North Dakota and how they could probably get in with a 500 record based on the strength of schedule. But no. So so is this tough enough, though, Paul? Even if they uh, have a phenomenal season, is this good enough to be a at-large team should they not win the championship game? Um, there are between October 12th and October 28th. Am I getting six out of eight against Michigan state Anchorage CC slash Denver? Am I getting six out of those eight games? Man, I, I think you almost have to, because if you don't, that answers your, that answers your yeah. question. Yeah, and, and I think that is a tough task. I really do. But um, anyway, that's what the schedule, and that's how it stacks up for Air Force. Let's take a quick break. We got to come back. Got to talk about the University of Nebraska Omaha, one of our three new teams uh, this year in the coverage area. So uh, we'll welcome the Mavs on board in about three minutes. At behind the mask. We know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel Gensel. banks it towards the goalie. Score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe and 592 West White Mountain Boulevard in Pine Top, as well as its ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 
or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios, it's ITHSW Podcasts College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is. It's Tuesday night, which means it is time for College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, beautiful Palm Springs, California. It's beautiful in the summertime, especially when it approaches 115 like it will this weekend, just before the 4th of July. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein on that big, beautiful estate on Long Island, New York. Um... Paul, um, we went through Air Force. Now it's time for Nebraska-Omaha. Right. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, NCHC. I mean, you know. I mean, that's you what? NCHC. Is that all you got to say? Is just NCHC well, and you're ready to, to go? With, you got to start with that, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, okay. Michael, uh, that's a shout-out. You know, that, that's, you, know you, you start with that, and that automatically gives you a leg up, you know, because usually uh, the conference. still the best still the best conference in college hockey. By the way, um, yeah, I would say you have to you have to knock them off more than one year in a row for that to maybe change. Okay, so let's dive into this Omaha Mavericks uh, um, schedule they put together. We talked about one of them um, because they are going to be playing an exhibition against. Uh, Minnesota State, which I think is pretty right. cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, going up to Mankato to uh, to do an exhibition game. Your thoughts on that? Uh, listen, good for them, right? I mean, not your normal exhibition game. Um, and I, I don't. I I I assume that this was being worked on before my casings left, but. You know, like I said, it's not your normal exhibition game, and you know, okay, Mavericks so, versus Mavericks matchup. Yeah, I gotta oh, love that. It's fun for the announcers. <laughs> it's deep in the Maverick zone. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's look at what they've got coming up after that exhibition. Let's open the regular season, Paul, with two, four, six, eight straight. Home games. Who do they think they are? Arizona State. Well, yeah. I mean, seriously. Let's let's calm down there. <laughs> so Niagara comes to town for no two compl- games. Yeah, no, no, no chance to complain about getting off to a slow start. Oh, they get Niagara at home for two games on thirteenth and fourteenth of October. Then they get o- the Ohio State coming to town at twenty seventh and twenty eighth. We just call them Ohio State. Uh, v. Ohio State, and uh, those games are, of course, at Baxter Arena in Omaha, Nebraska. Then they start the NCHC season with uh, a little trip from Western Michigan and the Broncos coming to town to start November. Then they're going to wrap up that eight-game set, Paul, against uh, your LIU Sharks. Well, uh, they've played LIU a lot since they came into NCAA hockey. Uh, outside of the the pandemic year, um, they played them every year, and you know, good, good. You know, they I think they even didn't they come here last year. Yeah, I believe they did. You know, uh, good for them. Um, we need to see more of this. So, okay, so then uh, the week before Thanksgiving, they're gonna do uh, a, a trip to Denver, which is really not a bad trip from Omaha, but no. uh, going to Denver. For NCHC action the week before Thanksgiving, um, which is, you know, the schedule is what it is in the NCHC. They put it out there. Uh, then they will play a home-and-home home with Hagistana. I like think this it. is cool also. I Did you look it up on Google to find out how far it was between 
Omaha and uh, Sioux Falls? I didn't because I trusted you. It's not far. It's right up the interstate. Oh, well. <laughs> and it's not the distress way. Let me tell you that. Nothing is. <laughs> so that will be Thanksgiving weekend, Friday and Saturday, home and home with Augustana. Then they roll into uh, big-time um, NCHC stuff because they're going to go to Duluth, Minnesota on the first weekend of December to play the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. By the way, two-time NCAA champions. Um, they, a few years ago, ball, they were back-to-back NCAA champions. 180 miles between Omaha and, and Sioux Falls. Nothing. Piece of cake. You know what I call that? Well, for us. Part of the morning. Yeah, for us, yeah, but. Part of the morning, I call that. That's nothing. That's an interstate drive. Oh, like I said, for us, that's three hours. Yeah, tops. Well, hopefully. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. So then they play uh, Minnesota Duluth. Then um, December eighth and 9th, they will face off at Baxter against Saint Cloud State. And we we don't know what Saint Cloud State's going to be this year, do we? Do we really have an idea yet? Uh, I usually wait till teams play a game. <laughs> okay, you don't go by that uh, that paper in front of you as far as what they look like on that. Uh, no, because that pad got thrown away. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I tend to use the same pad for the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, when did we get the first uh, Super Sixteen? December first. Oh my God. December first? You know the season starts in October, correct? It does. <laughs> Gee whiz. Crap, Somebody help him out. Will you please send I'll him a calendar or do something? I'll anyway. Uh so then they're gonna get a nice long break, the Mavericks are, until they travel to Tempe, Arizona on January. Yeah, what am I looking at there? That is a fifth and sixth for the Desert Hockey Classic. Well, they'll probably Mullet Arena. My guess is they'll get there early. Why? Maybe, Why would you leave Omaha for Tempe early? Maybe the day after Christmas, so they can thaw out by the time they uh, have to play at the Desert Hockey Classic. <laughs> Paul, Paul's just spending everybody's money. It's like, yeah, just go ahead, go, go for a week. Yeah, it's not my money. <laughs> so I said, you spend everybody's money. Did so what? All right, then things get real, as they like to say, for the Omaha Mavericks, because uh, after they come back from Tempe, they're going to jump right into full blown NCHC. Let me rattle off, Paul, the next eight games for them: at North Dakota, at home against Denver, at Saint Cloud State. At home against Duluth. Oh, my goodness. You were talking about North Dakota's schedule being a gauntlet. How would you like that? On the road, back home, on the road, back home. Oh, yeah, and by the way, if you want to go uh, another two deep, another four deep, you'll go to Western, and you'll go to, or um, you'll have Colorado College at home. You're, you're, you're playing, you're, it's the NCH thing. There's, there's no off weeks. So you're going back and forth. You're going back and forth. Okay. <laughs> I know, but you don't get two weekends in a row at home? So what? <sighs> Goodness. That's brutal. I, I, that does, I, and I, that doesn't that doesn't conclude no, it, Paul. No, no listen. I'll then they go what, to Miami. No, no, no. And they get out, North Dakota at home out. again. Time out. I will tell you what's brutal. Uh, where are the Mavericks playing on January 5th and January 6th? Tempe, Arizona. Where are they playing on January 12th and January 13th? They're playing at North Dakota. You want to, you want to talk Is that about brutal? brutal? That's brutal. <laughs> From 75 and sunny to 10 below and windy? If, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is kind of brutal, but I'll tell you, when I look at this uh, after the holidays NCHC schedule, man, oh, man, are you going to have to prove yourself? I know the NCHC is tough for everybody. But, I mean, it's the way it's laid out. It's on the road, back home, on the road, back home. Normally, you try to get a couple of 
weekends back to back so you guys don't have to just play at home and then pack it up again then play at home and pack it up again that's that's hard to do that is really hard to do well especially you know uh, when you get that month off between conference matchups between uh on december 8th and 9th st cloud and then oh i'm sorry asu's not part of the conference yet sorry <laughs> sorry uh, everybody loves the way you read stuff into things <laughs> I, I just you know i i don't like to speculate you know me yeah yeah that's it you don't want to speculate and I don't uh, like then you have the nchc quarterfinals and of course you're looking at the frozen face-off and after the frozen face-off is the ncaa regionals and then it's on to st paul minnesota for the frozen four in uh, april of 2024 have now fun. that's crazy have 2024 fun. already we're talking about have fun <laughs> have fun i love it so there you go our newest one of our newest teams because omaha augustana and north dakota are now part of our uh, adopted coverage area of college hockey west weekly and alive um so paul we talk about the two teams. We got through their schedules. Um, now it's time to talk about a little something going on. Starts tomorrow about 7 p.m. Eastern. Got that? Like that? No idea. 7 p.m. Eastern. Well, let's got it. Using the right time zone for whatever it is you're talking about. <laughs> so, or 4 o'clock Pacific, either way. Anyway, uh, will be the NHL draft. Any guys, Paul, that are playing college hockey right now that are going to be potentially drafted tomorrow oh about a quarter of the first round is expected to be players either playing in ncaa hockey or guys that uh, have signed and may or may not show up on campus but it is expected that he said about a quarter of the first round will, will go to u.s NDDP players so yeah that's gonna be uh just unbelievable when <laughs> we start seeing some of these players going well starting with adam fantilli right who in a lot of years would be uh, you don't think he's going first to chicago uh listen i mean it'll put a lot more pressure on him than it will already be there but <laughs> i guess he could <laughs> yeah i don't think that's happening Somebody somebody sent me a, uh, or sent a tweet out, and I responded to it the other day. Um, they were saying, like, yeah, you know, uh, I, I think uh, the the number two pick will, will be uh, Leo Carlson uh, and not Adam Fantelli. I'm going, like, are you kidding uh, me? No, no, there is no, no listen, way. Been, no way. There's been some legitimate debate about that. Why? There, give me give me that debate. Give me that debate right now. I want to hear it. Listen, I'm not sitting here and saying I agree with it. I'm just saying there's been some debate about it. Um No way. You do not be you do not pass on a generational type large skilled center ever. Because well, you can find is, defensemen. Carlson you can, six, six you can two, groom 200. defensemen. I know, but you can groom them. Yeah, but Carlson is a 6'2", 200-pound center. Yeah, but he's not American center. I mean, you know, well, let, let's just go into this thing here. Um, they, you know, you, you work with... No, he, with, doesn't play, he doesn't play the same kind of game that Fantilli no, does. does not but, at all. But, you know, I mean... I will be shocked. Let's put it this way. I'll be shocked if Greg Cronin doesn't have enough input already with uh, Anaheim to go like, hey, you know, this Fantelli kid is, uh, is special. Listen, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I would be shocked because I've seen places where they have been switched in quote-unquote mock drafts. But the consensus is that it'll be Fantilli 2 and Carlson 3. Um, where does Carlson, Will, Will Smith fit in then? Fourth? Because Carlson is, is a guy that, like Fantilli, might have been the overall number one pick. Had, if not you know, for who? If the overall number one pick hadn't uh, been named Connor McBridard, so <laughs> maybe, maybe that's maybe. a possibility. Yeah. Uh, 
so anyway, the draft gets rolling. It's uh, is it round one and two on Wednesday night, or just round one? Just one, just and then two one. through seven. Yeah, will be uh, Friday starting afternoon. Friday Thursday morning. Afternoon, excuse me. Thursday morning starts Thursday at eleven a.m. Yeah, eleven a.m. Eastern time. Yeah, that means real early out here. That's eight o'clock out I here in the that. Pacific. I I miss that so much. <laughs> what eight o'clock in the Pacific? I miss those, you know, those early starts on the West Coast. You know, especially <laughs> for night games. You, you just I, miss I, the I, West Coast, don't you? Well, that's admit I mean, it. That's besides the point. Well, but that has something to do with it. Getting up at ten o'clock in the morning on a on an NFL Sunday and not having to get out of bed, and the game be on already. That's that's the best. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Uh, if you love NFL football, well, but uh, but you know uh, your Jets have a new quarterback now. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I wondered if I get that one by you. <laughs> Of course, you hate the Jets. We know no, that. No, no, no. I don't hate the Jets, to be honest. Don't you? No, why would I do that? Why would I hate the Jets? Because you're a Giants fan. I thought you couldn't like both. I didn't say they were my favorite team, but I don't root against the Jets. I don't okay. care what the Jets do. Okay. I, I only care <laughs> about what the Jets do and the fact that, um, you know, occasionally my brother-in-law will go into a tirade and pop a vein in his neck. <laughs> you haven't had Aaron Rodgers over for dinner out at the estate yet, have you? Um, if you tell me where there's an estate, maybe. But <laughs> anyway, um, so that is uh, that's that. Give us some names if you have them, Paul. Of who you think we should keep our eye out in the draft? Who who's caught your eye at well, this point, if any? Listen, I mean. I mean, everybody ex- expects Will Smith to go to San Jose. He also, you know, the UNDP, he's supposed to go to Boston College this year. Um, Ryan Leonard also in the same situation. Probably be a top 10 pick. Um, it's expected that, I mean, it, it's weird. I've seen, for example, Matthew Wood of UConn who was the youngest player in college hockey last year. I've seen his name all over the place. I've seen him go as, as in different places as high as um, even to six to your Coyotes. And, um, whoa, 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 whoa. To who? Your Coyotes. No, not my Coyotes. You know who I got? You, got, you know who I got covering this year, right? Uh, My Anaheim Ducks. Well, I don't know. I mean. What do you mean you don't know? You know no, where I'm I mean, at. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean you, you know. Oh, yes, you do. If you switch house. Pom-poms. Yeah. No, if you switch, if you switch locations, you adopt the team that you were at. Really? So get used to that because you're nope. going to Arizona before too long. No. Nope. So if they still have an NHL yeah. team, we know where those uh, alliances are going to switch to. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my alliances. My alliances are already in that building. Uh. Anyway. Um. Jeez. <laughs> off the rails. Off the my, rails. My, with my ten minutes to go. Are with, are, are with the. Or you know, or with the landlord. Not the tenant. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just checking. Anyway. Um. So the draft looks to be really exciting. It's, what's interesting, Paul, and I want to get your opinion on this. If you're a, an NHL scout and, right. and you're paid to look at these players, is that one of the hardest jobs ever? Because you're predicting what is. an 18-year-old kid is going to be like five, six years down the road? Uh, well, if you're picking in the, you know, if the the bottom third of the draft, heck yeah. You know, if you're picking in the bottom third of the draft after the first ten or fifteen picks, heck yeah. Okay, so then let's flip the coin a little bit. Now you're not the uh, 
you're not the uh, person maybe evaluating, but let's say you're the general manager that has to make the selection. And let's say you've got a man named Connor Bedard, a young man named Connor Bedard coming up. Do you select him and play him in the NHL immediately, day yes. one, no matter what? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've already sold those tickets, those jerseys. Um, you, you, so you've already marketed him. You've got no choice now, no matter how he plays. He's well, got to be you there. Sir, you've, got, you've got no choice, at least to start the season. Ten games? Nine, at least. Well, they, I think nine the, games? The rule is nine. Nine games? <laughs> That's the rule. Yeah, you're going to play him at least nine. Listen, I've heard that said all the time, every year. Uh, well, he's going to play maybe nine games, you know, before he has to be mandated to go to one place or the other, et cetera, et cetera. So I hear that every year. You know, uh, sometimes the player stays, sometimes they don't. There have been a lot of players, though, Paul, that uh, are not of his stature, but – um, maybe of his size that have not been able to stick that first year. But you don't think that's a possibility here in Chicago? I don't think there's any chance he goes to Rockford. Can't. Too young, isn't he? Uh, uh, well, I, whatever. I mean, I don't think there's any chance he, he, he goes anyway. There's, he, I mean, he's already played in a, a thousand world junior tournaments. Um, and, and all kinds of international hockey. Um, the, the stage is not going to scare him. I, I think he might not. You know, people are going to be like, oh, he's a, you know, start off with the, oh, what's that? how come he's not dominating right away? Well, because junior hockey's not the NHL. Yeah, and it does take a little time to uh, slow cook, let's put it that way, to uh, to get up to the right temperature at the NHL level. So, I mean, you know, like I said, there's a, you know, he's, he's, he's going to, he's going to play. Um, and, uh, you know, is he going to start right away? Is he going to be like, like the opening face off? Is he going to wear a C? No, well, not, no, not, no. <laughs> Jonathan, a lot of people Jonathan, want to put those on those jerseys already. First of all, Jonathan Taze is still there, so I mean, I don't know what. No, he's is. not. Oh, whatever. They released him. Did they? Yeah, he's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants. He's gonna go back to Chicago after. They no, he's not. Yeah. He's not going. They cut. They cut that cord pretty heavily. No, uh, he's yeah, not uh, going Patrick back. Kane is gone. So is Jonathan Taze. Don't you remember no, the send off? No, Whatever. They made a big deal, a big deal about sending the captain out, and everybody in Chicago was like, what are you doing, man? You're just releasing the guy straight out? Well, yep, that's what we're doing. I want you. Bet you he's back. Not a chance. Not I a chance. Not a chance. You can't take the C away, give him a big a big send-off, and then go, oh, yeah, by the way, he's coming back now. He's not going to wear the C. Oh, he's gonna, yeah, you'll watch. No, you moved on. You moved on. And uh, now he's going to go help somebody else because he's still got some good hockey in him. Anyway. Well, let's put it this way. Um, you're you're going to get a strong dose of Connor Bedard right away on national television. You think? No, I don't think I know because it's right in front of me. Um, <laughs> opening night with a triple header on your favorite network. Jeepers. Yeah, uh, four-letter word to me. Well, that's that's very accurate, by the way. Four letters. Um, Nashville at Tampa Bay, starting at five thirty Eastern. I like that. Um, you won't even be home by five thirty Eastern. What are you talking about? Uh, I think that's. Um, you yeah, know, I might. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> You'll still be on the distress way watching it on your phone. No, no, well, because I'll be done by 2.20, so I'll be home. With plenty of time? Plenty of time yeah, to spare? Plenty of time, yeah. Maybe get a sandwich yeah. or some dinner in? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, then Bedard and, and the Blackhawks take on... No, I, I can't say that. Say it. What? What are you going to say? About Crosby? 
Crosby the Crier. Um, that game will be on while we do the podcast, getting over going over the first weekend of the college hockey season. Um, and then you'll get your banner raised at ten thirty Eastern. Vegas, Golden Knights. You suppose that they'll uh, they'll cut into that and uh, and actually show the banner raising, or will they just? Uh... Because you no, know the they're, network, they're right? Put on a channel you can't get to. You know it'll be the network, and you know what the network likes to do. Oh, we're in overtime. We got to watch Connor Bedard well, till yeah, the but end. This is not. Yeah, no. That that that. This is. This, there's plenty of time uh, for this. This is. You know, it's a regular season. Okay, then. You're not worried about. All right. Um. And then the next night, um, Bedard on the road again. Uh. Going up against my buddy Jeff Walker's Bruins. Yeah, the Bruins are no good. <laughs> and uh, let's just ask Jim Montgomery if they're any good. And uh, you know, my buddy Brian's Avalanche. Uh, going. You got a lot of buddies, next. don't you? I do. Well, listen, that alumni network has got a lot of got a lot of tentacles. Okay. Okay. Uh, Colorado Avalanche heading to your neck of the woods. And the King could get to watch the Kings that night as part of uh, TNT's opening weekend. So, well, if, uh, it's, if it's TNT, you can guarantee I'm going to be a part of that. Well, you'll be that's there. real hockey coverage right there, my friends. Well, I'm sure you'll be there, but that's you know, I mean, literally in the building. Um, so you know, who you say the Kings or the Ducks? Kings, I'll be in the Ducks building. I don't think they play that night. Probably still be in the next building, but we'll know. We'll find out. Whatever. Um, so you know, there you go. Um, lots of lots of Connor Bedard early. Did I see on the on the, on the Twitter feed or an email or something that all thirty two teams are going to play opening night? I don't. No, I don't think so. I thought I saw that. I thought I saw that. You might want to double check with the worldwide leader in sports, because I thought there was something that said all 32 teams will play opening night. And I was, that was just shaking my head bizarre, going like, are you kidding me? Well, I don't know. They didn't mention it. Um, you know, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Let's, like I said, but I, I, I don't Well, it would be the first time, so that would be a statement. Oh, I know, but I, it's too early for me to pay attention to the whole. I don't even look at the Islanders' schedule yet either, so. Do they play hockey still out there? Well, occasionally. Not on the power play. We know that. Well, no, we're never on the power play. They traded that in for a used car. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Well, I wish they used the used car. It'd be better than the power play they have. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Oh, Jesus. So, so here's a question that several people have asked me. I doubt it. But okay. They have. They, a lot of people have asked. They said, well, Paul Hornstein switches alliance and his allegiance and everything is fandom to the New York Rangers. If one Joy Decord is signs with the Rangers. Uh, let me think about that. No. <laughs> Joey, if you sign with the Rangers, Paul's dead. He's done. You're dead to him. He said he will be. <laughs> Ooh, that's harsh. That's harsh. Have to, have to sit there and hope that he loses every game. One, nothing. <laughs> oh, he'll be happy about that because uh, he loved that one loss record. Have <laughs> that good GA goals against average, though. <laughs> right, right. But not a win in the win column? Uh, sacrifice. <laughs> Joey, don't listen to him, my friend. Don't listen. Exactly. You go where the bucks are, man. You you get paid after this year you had in the AHL. Go, go um, where the money is, man. Show me the money because you're a sun devil. Well, listen, uh, you know, We'll also be doing a, a, a podcast the next week when the Islanders host your Coyotes. So, <laughs> Once again, uh, I'm in Anaheim, California. I'm not, right. not in Phoenix, Arizona. That's got a big difference. Uh, the question semantics. is, where will the Arizona Coyotes be playing hockey? Semantics. Then? Where, will semantics. The, where will that be, the Arizona Coyotes? Will that be at Mullet or will that be an SLC? You're not sure, are you? No, well, I 
think they'll probably end up at Mullet for at least one more year, unfortunately. It's it's the best environment in pro hockey, by the way. The loudest crowd, best fans, bar none. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Apparently that's if you eliminate several teams. Because I think Seattle's got a pretty good environment. I think Vegas has got a pretty good environment. I think Anaheim, L.A., Dallas. Not as intimate. Colorado. Not as intimate. <laughs> no, because where else can you sit on a bench seat? I don't know. With no back. Well, with the local ballpark around the corner from me. <laughs> no, oh really goodness gracious! Morning, close <laughs> oh, we are way off the rails on a Tuesday night, but you know what? It's getting Late. close to the holiday. It's getting close Late. to the new fiscal year. As I remind everybody, our fiscal year starts July first. We'll have a special podcast Sunday night to uh, kick things off. A little roundtable. We're going to bring on you. We're going to bring on uh, Stephen Marsh. We're going to bring on Nick Maxson. And uh, do a little roundtable about what the future is for Ice Time Hockey West, College Hockey West, and, of course, the Pro Hockey West Report. Take it away, my friend. See, that's fine. I'm I'm fine with that. It's still just Ohio State. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) From the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in for lunch, cater your next event, or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, and hopefully soon back at the original at 5611 South Valley Boulevard in Las Vegas. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Tag Creative Group. Search T Grand Rudd, that's T G R A N R U D, at redbubble.com and let us create a unique design for you or your business. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com, whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza, whether it's our legendary Detroit style square or New York style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an icon. Iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with two locations in Tempe, one in Pine Top and a ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. Order online at spaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies to show your game in style, summerskates.com. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Every week, our podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher iHeartRadio app and the TuneIn app, wherever you get your podcasts from, ask Alexa to turn on ITHSW Podcasts. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Help people find it as best as you can. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will uh, tell everybody a hearty good night. But before we do that, we've got a couple of pieces of housekeeping to throw out there. Um, the first one is, uh, I don't know if you saw the tweet from, from Randy over at uh, Behind the Mask, but he said two local guys stopped by. And uh, I, I guess from your favorite NHL team, the Maple Leafs, Matthew Nyes and uh, Austin Matthews made a stop by the uh, Behind the Mask shop in Scottsdale. Um, yeah. No comment? Not my favorite team, no. <laughs> nice to see those two, though. And when you see how big they are without oh, yeah, their sure. pads on, oh, goodness gracious, those two oh, are yeah. a couple of monsters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Another shout-out to uh, our first renewed renewed sponsor of the fiscal year, that being the uh, Liberty Flames nice. have uh, joined up again to uh, be a partner with That's us on hurt. the American Collegiate Top 20 Hockey Podcast. Nice as well as uh, a partner 
yeah, uh, with yeah, us nice. at STEM Hockey West. Yeah. So we're thrilled about that. Tomorrow night, uh, an early show again. We're going to start at 4 p.m. in the uh, Pacific and 7 p.m. right as the draft starts. And we've got the new coach, the female coach, who's a little early um, because she's about a year and a half early before they start playing. Well, she wants and, to make sure she's on time. And that would be Caitlin Hogan from the University of Arizona. will be on with Stephen and myself tomorrow. Um, yeah, University of Arizona. Never heard of three, it. Three sheets of ice going into Tucson, Arizona. A little jealous, aren't you? Uh, Little. No. Little. No. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. No. You are. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. I'm we'll, not say, for it. <laughs> we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemaker, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.